Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the World of Country Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On this week's episode, Carissa Ella joins me to talk all about her musical journey, some of the things she's learned along the way, and her new single, Whiskey Whispers Your Name, which will be out February 25th. Hope you guys enjoy this one. I really did. Talk to you guys on the other side. Hey, Carissa, how are you? Hey, Andrew, good. How are you? I'm doing good. What have you been up to lately? Watching a whole lot of Netflix, uh, writing some songs, preparing for the future. We're getting ready to release a new single here uh, called Whiskey Whispers Your Name. So it'll be fun. So I've been busy, but I've made time to relax and hang out. To watch Netflix. (laughs) I love it. What have you been watching on Netflix? I am really into mythical stuff i love harry potter i love the vampire diaries the original so i've been re-watching that and then of course um a classic ncis is my all-time favorite tv show i love the crime shows and i love the office and parks and recreation stuff that can just make me laugh and the feel-good stuff so yeah <laughs> so i've been busy. Are you the type of person that gets song ideas from like watching shows or oh for sure yeah absolutely inspiration is everywhere. I think that's why you read books too. You write stories off the characters and, um, or write songs, I'm sorry, off the characters and what they're going through. And same thing goes with movies and television. So when did you know that music was going to be your thing? I didn't know, Andrew, to be honest. I went to college here in Nashville, Tennessee. I went to Belmont University and I got my degree in entertainment industry studies and music business. So I knew I wanted to be in the entertainment industry no matter what. So I got, you know, my degree in the other side, in the business side of the music industry. I thought that would be beneficial if I did decide to be an artist. But honestly, I was very scared to take this on because it's it's a lot and it's hard and it's, you know, you got to believe in yourself. And it took me a while to believe in myself. And I was like, you know what? I'm in Nashville. I want to do this. I don't want to live with any what ifs. Let's just give it a shot. Let's just have fun. And here I am. And I'm so happy I did. So was there like one moment that really pushed you to go explore the artist side of things? Or was it just this nagging thought in the back of your mind? Well, I think to go back, I think, I always wanted to be an artist. I grew up going to see my favorite artists, you know, play in concerts. Um, That was my favorite thing to do growing up. And that's where I got my inspiration and my drive and my motivation to do this. Like they inspired me. I'm like, man, it would just be so fun to be up on that stage and have people sing the words to my songs. Like, how cool is that for them? I wanted a piece of it. I wanted to see what it was like. And I understand why artists do what they do. It is invigorating. It is amazing. It is addicting. I love being on stage and performing. It's so much fun. So when I, I guess I started singing out and like releasing music and people uh, hearing my music and getting their feedback, I was like, wow, this is really cool. Cause I knew I wanted to release music, but you know, I, you never know how long you can do this. It's a 10 year town. I mean, I'm just having fun. That's why I'm still doing it. I love it, but I don't think there was an exact moment where I was like, let's give it a shot. I think it was just, I graduated from college. I did a couple shows. I was going to release some music and I was like, I have to be a hundred percent in if I'm going to do this. And that's kind of when I released yeah. my first EP, um, that was kind of the moment I was like, all right, we're doing it. Let's go. Doing it. No looking back now. <laughs> no looking back. Nope. Let's have fun. So how long have you been out in Nashville now? Oh, man. So I moved to Nashville in 2014. That's when I went to uh, started school at Belmont. 
And I graduated in 2018 and I've been here ever since. So I don't do math, but like seven years, something like that. But I feel like I've been doing music for, I've been doing music um, for a long time, like through high school and stuff, but I didn't really come into my own personal music and find out who I am until after college. So probably about four years now. So where did this love of music come from for you? I grew up in a household that wasn't very musical, but they showed me how to appreciate music. So I, and I was always encouraged to play an instrument or to like, how about we put you in singing lessons? Like you can do this. We believe in you. We support you. So honestly, it stems from my parents just being very supportive and loving music and believing in other artists as well and taking me to concerts and I think my first concert was the Cheetah Girls. Um, and then we went to Jonas Brothers and then um, Tim McGraw and Zach Brown Band and Justin Bieber, of course. So I've, I like all types of music, but country is the one that kind of stole my heart and I really gravitated to when I started becoming an artist. Um, but yeah. So when, once you knew you wanted to be on the business side of music, did you always know Nashville was the place for you or how did you figure that out? So I knew I wanted to go to college. That was something that was very important to me. And I was looking for schools and I heard of Belmont and I was like, it's in Nashville. Wow. That's pretty cool. Like that would make sense. I think I'd like that. I love country music. I know I want to be in the entertainment industry. Uh, Let's go check it out. And I came to visit and I fell in love with Nashville, everything it has to offer and to go to a school and to have the resources and the connections coming out of Belmont into Nashville was insane. It was the best decision I ever made was leaving home and coming down to Nashville. So I'm so grateful that I get to be here and grateful that I get to stay here. It's been fun. Also a place like Belmont, as opposed to moving out on your own must be very, very beneficial too to build that community around you. Yeah, absolutely. And luckily Everyone in Nashville is very kind and very supportive for the most part. Everyone that I've met has been awesome and very supportive. All the artists. Yeah, there's a lot of competition, but I don't think we really look at it as competition. I think we're all cheering each other on. So, yeah, that's important because otherwise it could get like a very toxic situation. Plus it's not fun, right? I'm yeah. having fun. I don't want any of that. No. So, yeah. So for people that haven't heard your music, how would you describe your musical style? I would describe my musical style like if you mix Carrie Underwood with Miranda Lambert, but she's got some sweatpants on holding a margarita and that's blinged out. That's kind of my style. They're two of my biggest influences. I love them so much, but um, I don't think I gravitate towards uh, one over the other. I think I'm a good kind of combination of it. That's more relaxed and chill, but still knows how to party and sing those ballads. So does, does that make sense to you? Andrew? Yeah, it makes sense to me. <laughs> I also just love my music, so yeah. Had to throw it in. Had to, had to just throw it in. Exactly. It's my go-to drink. I love it. My favorite, even though I'm releasing a song called Whiskey, but yeah. I love it all. I can't deny it. I like it all. Yeah. We all like it all. Yeah. Yep. So how long did it take you to sort of find this style and realize that this is who you are? Andrew, I think I'm still trying to find it. You know, it's tough because you keep changing. I'm like, oh, which is great. You know, growth is awesome. It's uncomfortable, but it's great. 
So when I released my EP Blossom, I think I wrote some of those songs, almost all of them at like the age of 21 and didn't get released till like 22. And that EP, I love it so much, but it's just not me anymore. I've changed. I'm different. Um, And I want to bring a more mature approach to my music. So finding my identity has been a challenge, but I think that's the one thing I talk to a lot of artists about, and we're all kind of in the same boat. It's like, but that's the one thing you have to be certain on. Who are you? You have to know who you are. And I know who I am, but um, I know I like to make changes and tweaks. And I I know I don't like to just have one identity. I like, it's the same thing with style. I don't like to just have one style. I like to wear it all. So yeah, it's been interesting and very difficult, but It'd be boring without all the changes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, exactly. You get it. You got to yeah. have fun. You got to change it up. And I, I think that's, you know, that's a really fun aspect of being an artist is trying to discover who you are in um, your music. Yeah. What you write helps, you know, create that image for you, too. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the most important thing is that it's authentic. Because if it's not, it's very hard to sell something that you're not. Exactly. That is the number one thing. It has to be authentic to you. Yeah. So you mentioned your new single a few times here. So could you um tell us the story behind that song and how I, that song came together? Yes. I wrote this song. It's called Whiskey Whispers Your Name. I wrote it with my friends Lydia Dahl and Connor Sweet. And it's just about, you know, taking a couple sips of your whiskey and you start missing that person that you know is bad for you. But you just can't help but miss all the fun memories that you have with them, even though it wasn't meant to be and it didn't work out. Uh, a couple sips and you start reminiscing and forgetting all the bad stuff you went through and just missing that person uh, in their friendship. So that's what it's about. So where does this one fall between Carrie, Miranda and Margaritas? Interesting. I would say it falls more on the Carrie side because it's a bit uh, more singy. Um I feel like it's something I don't know if either of them would sing, but I think it has the cool aspect of Miranda, the drinking aspect, but then also the um, the pretty, the prettiness. And I get to actually sing and it's uh, hit some pretty cool notes in the song that I think Carrie would sing. So does that make sense? It kind of falls in between um, my other songs, Bad Summer and Crack and Cold ones, I think would fall between maybe more the Miranda side, especially Crack and Cold ones, because it's a bit sassier and grittier. But this one, I kind of lean more, I guess, more to the Carrie with the softness of it. So you've been out in Nashville for a little bit now. What would you say has been the biggest thing you've learned over that time? The biggest thing I've learned, that's tough. I've learned so much. But I would have to say, I think just the importance of networking and being yourself and getting yourself out there and not being afraid to ask questions and to meet people and to follow up on emails. And you know what I mean? Just put yourself out there. Just go for it. Have fun. And I'm someone who's like, I say, I'm sorry a lot. And that's what I'm, I'm working on that. That's a big, I'm from Ohio. We say, I, I mean, I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. All of the above. But um, that's something that I've had to work on and just go for it. And the worst thing someone can say is no. And it's really not that bad. So I've learned to chase the nose and to try and get as much advice um, as I can and meet as many people as I can. You never know what could happen if you don't you give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. The worst thing that happens is that you met someone new today. That's not a bad thing in my book. So. <laughs> and on the flip side of that, what would you say has been the biggest challenge for you since you moved out to town? 
Coming in deep with the questions, Andrew. Yeah. We'd like to <laughs> dig a little deeper. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, you should. That's what, yeah. that's what makes you good. I would have to say the biggest challenge would be finding myself. And I know we just talked about that, but I, I truly think that was the biggest challenge for me. What do I want to say? What kind of artist do I want to be? I spent a lot of time during the pandemic, especially at the beginning of it. Like, why did, why did I get into this? I love it. I'm 25. Why did I start this? And reflecting on all my favorite artists that I listened to growing up. I was like, oh yeah, that's why, because I want to be like them. I want to have that impact, you know? So finding myself, what I want to say, writing those songs has been the biggest challenge for me. Every once in a while, we all need that little kick in the butt to remind us what we're doing this for. Very true. Yeah. It's important to reflect and look back and be like, yeah. okay, hold on, take a step back. Why am I doing this? Why am I here? Kind of thing. You get so lost in what's going on every day that you lose sight of it. Life is hard. Life is hard. It's so easy to get lost. And some, I think I was just wandering around for a while, you know, just kind of looking around, waiting for someone to tell me what to do. And then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Carissa, you got to figure out what you need to do. No one else is going to tell you. You have to figure out why you're here. So, <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about the TikTok craze. Um, was it easy for you to get on, on board with that or were you reluctant? I don't want to say I was reluctant, uh, but TikTok and I, we had a love-hate relationship at first. Definitely. However, I have learned to really love it uh, because I get to show more of my personality on there. You know, Instagram and uh, Facebook and Twitter, they're all great platforms, but I don't get to like be creative. And I I guess I could, but through TikTok and the trends and, uh, you know, uh, all the voiceover funny stuff and memes, like it pushes you to be creative and to think outside the box. And that's why I really love it. And I I've done some music stuff on there and um, that's kind of taken off. I do a little series called, do you know this country song? And it's, it's been a lot of fun. It is a lot of work, but I think it is making me a better person and a better artist. And I honestly think that if you're an artist and you're not utilizing TikTok, I think it's a shame. And I understand because it's a lot of work, but I'll help you and it's okay. We'll get through it. And I completely understand, but we have all the, we're just so lucky to have all these um, social media platforms. You know what I mean? And that's what I I took time to reflect because I had to take a moment and be like, why do I, why, why would I do TikTok? Why am I going to do this? And it's because why would I not there? You know, I'm so grateful to have these platforms that are, you know, idols didn't have back in the day that we can reach so many people around the world, everyone, if we wanted to, to get our name out there, to get our music out there in hopes that one person listens to it and maybe clicks that follow button. So I just think we have to utilize all those social media platforms and it's been fun. I've really loved it. It's been a slow grind for me. I've had a lot of friends pop off randomly. Um, and within like, you know, a couple of days of them doing TikTok, I have been climbing my way. Uh, I think I have like 42,000 uh, TikTok followers, which again, take a step back. Holy cow. 42,000 people follow me. What? So I'm very, very grateful for it. And again, I'm just having fun with it now. I took it a little too seriously at the beginning and I think that hurt me. And now I'm just having fun posting what I want to post. And I think that's the key. 
authenticity. You know, I'm going to post what I want to post. Whoever likes it, likes it. Cool. We're going to move on. Yeah. Also with a number like 42,000, you like, you think of it as just a number, but then you look back and see it, that's 42,000 people. It's insane. Oh, it's yeah. insane. I know because it, on my, you know, I just look at it, you know, okay, cool. Yay. I'm so like grateful. But like at the same time, like if you say it out loud, it's like if 42,000 people stood in this room or came to a yeah. show of mine, what, how cool would that be? You know, you just have to put it into perspective yeah. and give yourself a pat on the back for the hard work that you have done. And that's my advice to anyone who's on TikTok. Like, don't look at the follower growth, but if you do pat yourself on the back, because one, it's hard. It's a lot of work. It really is. Mm-hmm. I just spent two hours um, playing through one song the other day because I am sadly a perfectionist and I'm recovering from that. It's really tough, but it takes me a while to do TikTok. And that's what I didn't like about it at the beginning of it, because I was too big of a perfectionist and had to do my makeup for every TikTok. And now I, I don't care. I'm just being me on me. So that is also my advice to anyone who's in the TikTok game. Just be you. Just have fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole purpose. Yeah. Just be goofy. Be yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, after your new single, what, what else do you have in store for this year? I don't know. The rest of the year, I plan on releasing at least three more songs. I'm not sure if we're going to do an EP. We might, or we might just release them as singles for 2022. Um, We'll see. And then maybe release like an EP in 2023. It's crazy that we're talking about 2023, but that's how this industry is. You got to, you know, you prepare quarter one, quarter two, like what is, what's it looking like? Uh, So we got new music coming and it's going to be, a different vibe kind of going off this whiskey and the cracking cold ones. It's more mature, sassy, fun, but also more alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, we love it. I know. I'm trying. I, I have, you know, you get in the room and you write so many songs. And I, I look back and I was like, I have a lot of drinking songs and I don't even drink that much. But like, I just can't help it. We all, I mean, I think it's just, it's just the town. It's country music. I don't know, but we, we all like drinking songs. So, but again, I don't even drink that much. So, but I do, I like it. It's fine. I'm a social drinker, but I have way too many drinking songs. So I have to narrow them down, but yeah. So more drinking songs, more party songs, but more songs that are going to hit you in the heart and, um, you know, make you think and make you feel. So that was, um, I wanted to release more music that had more depth because that's who I am. That's more me, but I've been putting out just some fun, like happy songs or, you know, ones that you can just sing along to party songs. Uh, but that's going to change. We're going to do a good mixture of all of it. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. So when you write a song, are you someone who knows right away that this is the one I want or do you let them marinate for a while? And then I am a marinator. But I know what feels good. I'm all about vibes. I feel vibes. Like as soon as I meet someone, feel the vibes. I know, kind of can read them. I know what kind of person they are. So when it comes with songs, I think I, it's the same thing. It's like, if I know, if I go home and I'm still singing it and I like it and I like the way my 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 tone is and the notes in it, then I think it's going to be a good song. I can usually tell right away. But uh, I do like to let things sit and marinate and that can be an issue sometimes because then my team's like, Hey, we need to put out music. Come on. And I'm like, but let's just hold on. Wait a minute. They're like, the perfectionist. I don't know. Exactly. 
Yes, exactly. So it kicks me in the butt a bit, but I just want to make sure everything's perfect, dare I say, you know, before I put it out, which I've gotten a lot better at. And I have a great team that I work with that helps me kind of be like, hey, it's great. Let's put it out. I'm like, okay, you're right. Let's do it. (laughs) I'm outing myself and my perfectionism. And it's so horrible. It's, I've really, I've really uh, taken strides to uh, get better at, at it and to like loosen up a bit. <laughs> so how important, how important is it for you to have that team around you to sort of push you forward when you're stuck? It's so important. I'm so grateful for the people that I work with um, because they, you know, they all believe in me. They all support me. And that is something that I just cannot I can, I can't even believe still that like they believe in me. What? I mean, it took me a long time to believe in myself and to gain that confidence and meeting them. They were like, Hey, let's do this. Let's take you to the top. We believe in you. We love this music. So I send a lot of my, um, you know, my music and my rights straight to them. Like, Hey, what do you guys think of the song? They're like, yeah, let's, let's keep working on it. Let's, you know, I call it dress it up a bit, you know, add some instruments. Let's see what it looks like. And let's marinate with it and sit with it. And then um, we'll see. But I trust their opinion. And I think it's important to have a great support system around you and full of people that believe in you, support you, love you, and um, people that you can trust. And my parents are all in that group and my family. They're incredible. And I wouldn't be here today without them and their support. So I am very grateful to have an extremely loving and supportive group around me. The music is a very personal journey, but it can't be a lonely journey at the same time. No. You know, but, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. I completely agree. I, I think yeah. it's it's not fun if it's lonely. It's not fun no. if you can't share it with someone else. You know, no, not at all. <laughs> well, thank you so much again for taking the time for this. Of course, thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun okay. with you. I hope to see you again sometime. We'll do it again for sure. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, Andrew. Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so, so, so much again for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you liked what you heard, be sure to go check out Carissa's music wherever you listen to music and go pre-save Whiskey Whispers Your Name on your preferred streaming platform. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. I really did. Be sure to hit that follow button, that subscribe button wherever you're listening. We really appreciate that. Talk to you guys next week.